morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Ford. My name is Phil Nightingale and, of course, Josh Profit, our service director. And I got a couple guys sitting here beside me. I can't believe you guys sandwiched me in here already. <laughs> oh, yeah. You ain't getting away. <laughs> no kidding. You are not getting away. We got Steve and Bobby here from uh, – what? what's the deal on these shirts, man? Oh, I didn't know. You know. Josh, don't you feel left out? We don't have I a shirt like that. Oh, yeah. no. I've heard <laughs> that to so many people. I bet you have, too. <laughs> so. this, the shirts come up for a pit crew. You know, we got to look professional. I get it. Yeah, and we, these shirts aren't cheap either. They cost a little bit of money, you know, and I get them for all the people that help and pit crew. And we look, you know, halfway decent. Got to look image, right? Yeah. All right. So we got some exciting stuff happening at <clears throat> Kansas International Dragway, right? Yes, sir. Tonight. So, Bobby, Steve, take it away. Tell everybody what's happening out there. And, of course, this is a call-in show. 316-462-3673. Get a great price package value over 130 bucks. Josh, we'll get to what's in that here in a minute because everybody's probably wondering what these two guys are doing here. Yep. Steve, let you start on this deal, and then I'll okay. help you out a bit. Well, tonight uh, we got uh, what are called our fall, our fall nationals that we would typically have every year. We'd have three events that we do uh, spring, summer, and fall, and we're doing the fall nationals tonight, which we will have uh, varying cars. We're going to have our uh, – door slammer classes we're going to have the pro mods we'll have our 580 class we'll have a 750 class and then something that's a little bit different this year is we typically run a 470 uh that's bob's class but what we're going to do is we're going to slow it down so we can get a few more cars closer to that five second index in there we're going to run a 490 um which you used is to run a 470 didn't you yeah we yeah. used to run a 470 uh the 490 is uh like i said it'll bring maybe some uh, guys into the race that are typically around that five second index, you know, cause anything can happen out there. So, you know, that, that time factor is not a, a huge Delta difference there. So we're going to be looking at a 490 class to try to get uh, a better car count in there and uh, well, the mixes four, it up a little bit too. The 470 on a door slammer is a very, very fast door slammer car. And uh, a lot of people don't really have that. There's some cars out there, but they don't do that. So we turned around and we backed it up to a 490. So, we get more car count. Let's see if we have that at work. I don't know. I mean, 490 is a fast door slammer, too. So, yeah. You know, and it's a fun class. Uh, uh, Scott um, from AutoSmart, he's putting in 10, or they, him and Lonnie, which owns the track, uh, putting in 20 grand. There's going to be $10,000 up for the for first place on Pro Mods tonight. That's crazy. So that's 20 grand. 20 grand. The second place there. gets what? 3000 and then it goes from there because there's going to be a lot of money through the other classes and uh they put a lot of money and then we got some sponsors too that we went out and chased out and, and put it together so, so that's in the pro mod class yes right. they okay. ten thousand dollars in the pro mod class okay so then what uh what's your classes pay Okay, in our class, um, Scott and Lonnie, the 490 they put, class. They, yeah, the 490 class, all the 750 and then the 490 and the 580 class, they're putting a, they're putting a thousand dollars a piece in, and then me and Steve went out and raised uh, 2,800 on top of that. So it depends on the car count. I'll put that money where the cars are. Yeah. Okay. So we will. We have. We got more money to to play with. The other thing that we got going on tonight too, which is, uh, you know, this is pretty much all fast cars. We, we've got the funny cars. We're going to have funny cars out there tonight, which is, uh, you know, the big boys that are running, uh, in the low threes. I'm sure Sandlin will be out there. Um, Brandon, and, uh, we're looking real forward to, uh, seeing those guys, those guys really put on a good show and, and, uh, we like when they go before us and lay rubber down for us. So, we so if I'm a track. spectator, what time do I need to be at Kansas international Dragway this afternoon? Um, 
We're going to start early today because it's not going to go all night like normal. Uh, this don't have anything to do with the, the kids' dragsters are on Sunday mm-hmm. and then stuff like that. So today, today's just heads up cars. They're going to get them done. I would think if everything goes right, we'll get out of there by 10 o'clock tonight. Yeah, but if you, if you didn't want to see say, the qualifying and everything, I would say if you wanted to get there first race, it's probably around between 4 and 5, you think? Yeah, yeah. I would think so. So yeah. 4 o'clock minimum. Yeah. I mean, 4, but be the latest at 5 o'clock to be out there. You if know you want I mean? to see a lot of yeah. tests in uh, three, 2 or 3 o'clock. Yeah. 11 o'clock somewhere now. Okay, and once you know what it costs to get in or whatever, people know uh, what to get in. $20 a head, and then kids and something are free, I think, or under. Probably 12. 12 and under is free. 12 and under is free, and it's $20 a, a person out there and stuff like that. So come out and have a great time because we're going to have we're gonna put on a good show. So that's tonight. Today, it's Kansas International Regular. Okay, you've got, you just call your classes just by the time. You don't have a specific. Right. We're indexed. We put on the index races. Uh for you know that way you can't go over that time and uh because there's a lot of faster cars out there and you know sometimes you just don't have the money to compete with them so okay when you go 490 how much how much what's the mile an hour of that class just thinking of question people will hear we're running a good 150 mile an hour in the eighth mile 140 to 50 miles okay so now when you go to the 580 class what will you be running about 120 okay there's a 750 class too Mm -hmm. yeah and we're going to then we're going to see how many cars show up for that, and we might move that down to seven zero or maybe six. But we'll just see what they want to vote on. Yeah, and go from there. There's a lot of events yeah. going on. I mean, you guys got a car show in your parking lot this afternoon at four. There's the uh, air show. Yep. Uh, I always just thought, you know, if you live in Wichita long enough, just look up, you can see a plane. Who gives a yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyway, no, it, I've okay, been out there before. Down, Steve. It's fun. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I'm excited. We're making the uh, first debut on the Corvette today. The Corvette is making its first run down the track. So yeah, that's well, let's talk about this exciting. Corvette. What Corvette is this? So everybody kind of knows what, what you got going on there and everything. Well, there's a uh, there's a '63 split window candy apple red Corvette that uh, was built and raced back in California years ago. It's always been a blower car. Uh, what we did is uh, Randy Stedham had bought the car from a gentleman here in town. Uh, I bought it as a uh, a roller. And then Randy come across a, a, a motor for me, which was a 632. And basically, I just loaded it all up in the trailer and took it to Bob and said, here, put it together. Yeah. And uh, so we've changed the car completely over. It's not a blower car anymore. It's an all nitrous car. car. Um, so you said 632 big block. Mm-hmm. So is that injected? Is it? No, it's naturally aspirated. It's, there, it is it's, right, there it is right there. You can all see it on my phone. Here, what you need to do is take this way up here. Oh, okay. Up there. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to yeah, get that you gotta far. Be right up in front of it. Yeah, it's right. But better there. yet, instead of seeing it right there, once you just come out yeah, tonight yeah. and everybody just come out, we'll see it in action. I'll be driving it. That's, be driving. That's, that's, be driving. What yeah. time is that going to happen? That should take its first run down the track, probably around one or two o'clock. Okay, and then what what kind of speed are you thinking that's going to roll? Um, it should be a four ninety. Should be on. a four. It's it'll be faster than four ninety, but we're going to dial it into four ninety. We're thinking we'll be real close to four ninety on the motor. It's already been two. So if you're just going to get ready to go wide open, what would she do? Uh, we're thinking she'll be a 440 car, 440, yeah. 430. Yeah. I don't know if we let her sing in, in the know. quarter mile. Yeah. No, no. Eighth in the eighth mile. Mile. Eighth mile. Yeah. I mean, if it, uh, so you guys pretty much racing eighth mile now instead of quarter. Yeah. It's safer. I mean, these cars today are coming out with so much horsepower that they're doing as fast now in the eighth that they used to do in the quarter. So can you imagine if they just let them roll in the yeah. quarter? It, if you ever had a wreck, it would be. 
not even thoughtful. You just think, hey, he's done. Well, the other yeah. side of that is I'm sure it's a lot friendlier on the budget too, you know, not easier on parts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's easier on parts. Yeah. And uh and it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I like the eighth mile better because uh, the faster car, if he snoozes on the light, yeah. you don't have much real estate to reel you in. To pick him back up. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, the driver. I mean, in the, in the eighth mile, you snooze, you really lose because you don't have much real estate to make it up. Yeah. <laughs> snooze, you lose. Yes, sir. <laughs> we know about that, right, Phil? <laughs> yeah, sure so. do. Trust me. Okay, so you guys, looks like you got a bunch of sponsors you need to go through and thank for all your stuff you got going on. So who's going first? Okay, got to do all that right. a couple times through here. Yep, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Steve, you want to lay out the 750, 580 class sponsors? Yep. Uh, first of all, and uh, we've always appreciated everything you guys do. Mel Hamilton Ford, uh, never been an issue. Every time we come to you guys, you're more than happy to reach in the pocketbook and uh, give Phil us and money. Phil and Lisa's been good to Phil us. Phil and Lisa let us do the show and promote our stuff and uh, just always appreciate it. Uh, so it's it's just one of those things, you know, where we're trying to keep something alive in Wichita and all these businesses around here are contributing to, to the cause, um, you know, we really enjoy a lot of what we do, and uh, without the sponsorships, we wouldn't really be able to do that. Needless um, to say, too, that they, uh, Mel Hamilton's got nitrous fill stations. We get our bottles filled here, and uh, if you need parts. any parts and stuff like that, they have a lot of stuff on the counter that you can just come in and grab. Yeah, and you take the race the suits, stuff. shoes, I mean, anything, all the tracks and stuff. I mean, if you – We like to support our sponsors. Yeah, I mean, I just live up the, the street here, so it's very convenient for me just to run down here. I got – Two bottles sitting over there. Hopefully, I don't forget. Them the I walked in the door. Yeah, yeah. And we're very blessed that you guys do that. Uh, yep. Phil, you and Lisa have been very, very um, generous. Yep. To well, our our racing. There's a lot of people that work here that are race fans and love to go fast and all that kind of stuff. Whether it's dirt, whether it's drag, whether it's Traxxas, whether it's motorcycles, it's it's a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. Need for speed. Well, this Traxxas thing. I was on uh, Facebook last night just tooling around them. I mean, these cars now. What some of these guys are doing? Are, they're making these cars, these model cars. You know, the Traxxas cars. Yeah. That's a big deal now. They're they're racing those things and betting oh. money and right. trophies and all sorts of stuff. So I saw one last night. It looked like a top fuel dragster. I mean, that these things. It's incredible. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. I mean, they're gone. Um, yeah, they're obviously these uh, Chris at Wichita Dino has uh, contributed every race. Um, great guy. Uh, we actually tuned the Corvette and Bob's car down there, the Chevy 2 on the uh, wheel dyno. We, we go by wheel dyno because we get that rear uh, horsepower. We know exactly what we're putting down to the rear. Uh, Chris has always been great about taking care of us. Uh, oil changes one, one thing you go to chris we put it on the dyno and we uh check our nitrous and everything when you flip the switch on and everything does its job you don't have to worry about burning up pistons and stuff it when you leave his shop that uh you can guarantee everything's going to go down the track because you want to make the next round <laughs> yeah you're ready once you, you leave know, there you're ready to take her down the track as long as the parts do their job yeah next there's this uh, guy in newton i don't know if anybody's ever heard of his oh, <laughs> stall racing um He's pretty shirts on everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's built all my cars. I mean, anything from, you know, simple oil changes all the way up to building race cars. Bob can do it. He does it. I mean, drive in his driveway. You'll try to find a place to park. There's cars always there lined up, ready to be taken. Yeah. Care of. I do most anything rear ends and all that stuff. But, uh, so you actually build a car complete or you, or somebody just brings it to him. You actually, no, I, if the, if the car, I don't do the welding and, um, 
chassis and stuff like that. Now I can, you know, do rear ends and their trannies and put the thing together, but uh, chassis work and work. I have other people do that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another one that uh, we talk about Holzman, Holzman, uh, Rob and the family out there, they're uh, Danny and, and mama Holzman. I always call her mama Holzman. They always take care of us. Um, I call them and it's always a pleasure to work with them. They, yep, they they're know all their stuff. open arms. Yeah. They're very good people. They'll be out there today. Rob will be running his uh, car. Um, so it'd be a good event. We, we definitely appreciate Holzman uh, and the family. We've got uh, a clear direction. Um, this is one of our sponsors, Mario. He's, he's sponsored almost every race that uh, we've had to, I mean, he's a little, what his business is, is drug rehab counseling. Yeah. If you have an addiction of some sort, uh, you know, or something, DUIs and stuff like that. That's what Mario does. Yeah. He, and, he can uh, help you, help you get through that. I mean, Mario has some cars. Um, hopefully he'll get out. I mean, I think he's a little bit scared this year. Yeah. Oh, Mario. He talks a big stick. He <laughs> wants to come out and play with us. And then day, day, race day, <laughs> you know, it's like a ghost, you know? So yeah. Okay. Mario getting called out here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I told him I was going to do it too, but you know, <laughs> you know, it's okay. It's okay. If you're scared, you're scared. It's all right. We don't got to. Bring it out in the open or not? Well, I mean, if his cars, <laughs> if it's not, if he's scared to race his car, maybe he'll race us on foot. I, yeah, you know, you I mean, go. he'd have a better chance probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mario is a great guy. He yeah. he is busy. His kids are in basketball and sports and stuff like that. He he is a very big supporter of his kids and and he puts his kids first. So he he does run the world chasing that. So yeah, but I still think he's scared. <laughs> excuse me and then we got warren uh warren blanc over at warren's auto over there in uh Kichai. Kichai. yeah uh, he warren, sells race fuel too he does all that stuff and has the dyno cars. has the motor dyno he, he doesn't have a wheel dyno. dyno he's got an engine dyno if we, we usually uh, take our cars there over to warren's and do that warren mufflers i mean anything uh from basic mechanic ship up all the way to you know, basically rebuilding cars if you have to as well. Warren to be out there today and uh, he fuel. in the racing world, he ain't no slouch. He's been yep. around, he races. And when you pull What's up, he, race? he has a Camaro, a, Camaro. Um, what is it, second gen Camaro? Or second, second or third? I'm second not sure. Third, yeah. Second. But anyway, he shows up and uh, you better be on your game. That old man can cut a light. And he, yeah. well, he's a bracket racer. So they just got back from Topeka. So they, yeah, um, they travel. They get way more races underneath their belt than I do. I ever, hardly ever race. So when I show up, I show up to be on my game. Because when you race on race day and you're not on your game, you can just slap yourself because uh, it's like they say: you snooze, you lose. I mean, you, you cut that light. You got to, you know, if you get beat that way, then you can't feel bad. But if you're cooking hamburgers on the starting line, <laughs> boys, I can't help you. Yeah. Yep. Hey Josh, you miss cooking a hamburger on the yeah. start line? <laughs> there are some yep. people up there. Light comes on, you think, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yep. Um, we'd like to uh, give recognition to Tony Loomis, which is actually our crew chief. Uh, Tony is with ProCon Construction out of Hutchison, Kansas. Um, he does, does concrete. A, concrete. Oh my I mean, he can do it all. I mean, and he does beautiful work. He yep. has pride in his work, and he's he's really crazy about if it ain't right he make it right yeah uh, he, he's actually i've contracted him to do work for us uh, at our company for cutting pits and doing foundation walls and i mean if it has the word concrete in it he does it and really I'm very good okay, at it very good and like i said uh holzman we again we like to thank the the holzman uh guys family out there for taking care of us there's a lot of people on the side that don't get the recognition that they should um you know daryl palmer which is pops 
Um, yeah, he's known me since I was 17. I walked in his shop as a young punk, and uh, he never had no idea we'd be building so many motors. <laughs> yeah. And then the company I work for, Acme Dock, uh, we throw in a little money every year um, just to uh, try to sweeten the purse up a little bit. So um, we're going to continue to do so. We're going to hopefully can you know, pull, pull some more sponsors next year, get some more people out there. Uh, you know, without the spectators, uh, guys, it's just really – it's not that fun. We love to see the, the youngsters come out tomorrow, what the track's doing so that it's not, you know, some of the biggest complaints we had is that, okay, you'll show up out there at five or six o'clock in the night and at night, and then you'll run till two o'clock in the morning, not so much by the racers, but by the spectators. I mean, that's a long, that's a set. long time. It's such a perspective. Right. Agreed. So what they're talking about doing now, which is kind of a, uh, a prototypical run tomorrow and today is going to be tomorrow. They'll do the junior dragsters, the bikes, and uh, I always call them the divas, but uh, the ladies uh, where they come out and, and they, they're allowed to get in their cars and, and they run down the track and they get to do what we do and kind of see, you know, what we go through when we're up there. They, it's easy to look and say, well, why did you get, why did you jump the line or why are you so late? Wait till <laughs> you get up there and try to do it yourself, you know, when you got, yeah, you know, two thousand horsepower under the hood, and you're uh, that you old your, uh, pressure gets to you, doesn't it? You'll yeah. be growing hamburgers too. Yeah, and Lonnie told <laughs> yeah. me they're putting in five thousand dollars tomorrow for the bikes. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, he yep. texted me out today. Yep. So you got to come out and see Sean Roetto. I'm sure he'll be there. Sean, uh, Sean's one of those uh, good bike racers. I just know him. He's a friend of mine. I've known him for probably about thirty years now. So. Um, yeah, come out tomorrow afternoon if you have nothing going on. The uh, I think the track opens tomorrow at. 10 or 11 they're going to start that off early tomorrow as well because it's sunday well goose is usually listening to our show so goose if you want to call in here too and give us some updates on everything else too be great so 316-462-3673 love to hear, hear from somebody you got anybody listening okay i got questions. some sponsors now this is the 490 we get this is the 490s little faster class uh we're gonna have fun with that tonight and uh, i gotta put my glasses on when you get older that's right that, yeah it you, just you gotta do that show, trust man. me <laughs> i try to take them off and i gotta put them right back on uh, we got Newton Valley Center. We got two uh, Sonics and Newton and Valley Center. Rick Menard, he's been a very good sponsor. Uh, he loves racing. He loves uh, circle track, too. He goes to the circle track races, Does too, he? Phil. Yeah, he's out. He loves that, too. And yep. and he loves drag racing. And, and and Rick, me and him go back a long ways. And he but So he's, he's got the Sonics in Newton and Valley Center? Yes, sir. Really? He, okay. he owns like 17 Sonics, I think. Really? Yeah. He probably makes more money than you. I doubt it. That's hard to believe in. It is hard okay. to believe. <laughs> but anyway, God owes uh, Phil money, <laughs> or Phil owes uh, God money. I don't yeah. know one way or the Rick, other. Rick makes. I mean, Rick does very good in Sonics, and um, he's been doing it, and and uh, very good contributor to our race. He 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 never gives us no problem. Then we got Auto Smart and um, Scott uh, Baruth. He uh, owns Smart Choice Powertrain. He just opened that business. He sells a lot of motors and stuff for cars. And uh, Scott, uh, I can't say enough about Scott because Scott don't even race, and he is so um, loves into, he loves racing so much. He don't want nothing to, I mean, go wrong with our track. He wants it to still be here. He 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 leans out there and and puts his two cents in and tries to keep things going toward the right direction to keep yeah. that track Scott's in, in son, Wichita. Scott's you know. son works for us. Yeah. Yes. As a technician. Okay. So mm -hmm. Nelson, and he's a great person too. So, and yeah. Scott was just in here this week and uh, ordered a new Maverick from us. And uh, cool. So, well, I'm telling you, Scott, 
from a guy that doesn't one, have to do anything. He sure puts in exactly. a lot of money and effort. You would think that he was the main racer out there. He he he's not though. But so I get on him. Do you he know much about his? He didn't tell me much about his new business or whatever. But the Smart Choice Powertrain is he's, that. He's, he is has that a lot of stuff? motors and drive. Tra- uh, um, I think it's transmissions and. Uh, I walked. I walked through the shop the other day. He took uh, took me through their their uh, their crate motors. Anything that LS Ford anything. I mean, he's probably got over a hundred motors in there right now. I mean, wow. ready to go. So if you called him and said, Hey, you know, I've got a, uh, a five Oh motor that I needed right away that I put in, you can call him. He probably has it in stock, ready to go. It's boxed up, ready to go. Just like a regular crate motor. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, he, like I said, can't say enough about him. Automatic Morgan, um, when Wichita, uh, owns a garage out South and then AS metal recycling. Okay. Now that's Goose. Okay, they call him Goose. His real name's Lonnie, and Lizzie's his wife. And uh, they have aerospace support and big rim racing. Okay, and uh, uh, Goose is the one that came in and rented the track to try to get things going and, and keep it going. And he loves racing too. So he's uh, got about about every kind of race car that I think there is bikes and everything he has. Yeah, he likes it all. Yeah, I think he said he'll be out there tomorrow on his bike. He'll be there today, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, sure. But he, I think he said uh, yesterday to us, as we pulled our trailers out there, he told us he'd be out there tomorrow racing one of his bikes. And we were talking about it. I said, one time, I said, you're crazy, Goose. I said, I've seen a motorcycle driver wreck and slide down the racetrack all the way down. And he said, yeah, I've done that before. I said, oh, my. Okay. So that just don't sound fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, the all story the behind leathers. that was he, he told us that the only leathers that he had on him was the winter leathers, which are thicker. And he said when he fell off that the was bike, nice. it yeah. was it was kind of predestined Saved that he him. had that stuff on because when he went down, sliding down the track on his back and rolling and things, he had the thicker leathers on, which protected him. Could you imagine falling <clears throat> off a bike at 130 mile an hour and sliding no. down the pavement? I no. just, doesn't sound fun. That does not sound fun. Yeah. So no. I'd rather have a cage around me. All right, then we got CJ's Automotive and Tire, Dave Norman in Newton. Dave has been such a super guy and uh country he loves drag racing and uh all you gotta do is call him and he is up and up and all over that he's he's all in to win on that deal so then we got um now i gotta explain this because you don't listen to it wrong okay it's a business it's called kiss my axe axe not A-X-E. the other one okay here is the here is the flyer on that just to let you know okay it's not ass it's right you can you can okay so what kind of business is that it's a business in old town and they have axes and uh they you know it's a bar like and then you you can throw these axes against this you know has these um big wooden stumps big wooden deals on the wall and has numbers that you can you know get points for and and that's what it is it's a business so like darts with an axe Right. So uh, Vanessa Fletcher, she opened that business in Old Town. And uh, so just how'd you get, run into her? Well, I didn't. It's Treg from <laughs> M&H Repair. It's his wife. OK. OK. So he's sponsoring and making her business. OK. OK. So that's how it is. Have you been down there to he throw that out? I have he not. He was there. I have not. But have I have. I haven't. I was telling Bobby that we need to get our wives together and take him out and go down there one night. Yeah. Preferably when they're first. Yeah. Preferably when their vibe is positive. (laughs) Yeah. That would be, that would not be good walking in the way of that thing. So, uh, an ax inside of your head would not be pretty. Probably not. 
So I, I have some friends that have went down there. It's a real controlled environment. It's actually kind of like uh, there's lanes, so they have walls up in between the individuals. So I, I guess maybe you pay by the throw or the hour. I don't I don't know how it goes, but they've got these uh, controlled environments where everybody's fine, and you know they don't allow you to just get sloppy drunk and start you know going Texas Chainsaw Massacre on everybody. <laughs> right. Then we got Daryl Palmer. Daryl, I walked in his shop when I was 17 years old, and where's his shop at? His is in Furley. <clears throat> Furley, Kansas. Little Where's that? Town. Well, you take Greenwich Road uh, from 96 mm -hmm. out east and go straight north, and you'll run into little town Furley. How far? Uh, probably about 10 miles. Oh, really? Okay, he's mm -hmm. that close. I thought he's further away than that. Mm -mm. Never heard of Furley. Yep, it's a little town. So uh walked Just... in there when I was 17 years old, and then I uh, wanted to build a motor for my car, and then I learned to build motors, and uh, – he has been a blessing to me because he does all my machine. And he work. races quite a bit, doesn't he? Uh, Daryl don't race. Daryl's seventy nine years old. Oh, that's not, who's the Palmer that races the funny uh, pro mod? That's Scott. That's Scott. Scott. Palmer. Yeah. Palmer. Okay. This ain't this ain't the right. That so Daryl's still building motors and stuff. So what he's doing? Yeah, he's he's out there in that shop every day. He'll die in that shop. That's what he loves to do. Yeah. Good. And I and I would be I would be I mean lost without Daryl, and it's going to happen someday, and we know that. So. But uh, I don't know what I'm going to do after Daryl's gone because he's old school. He checks all my clearances and everything, and I put the motors together, and, and I got to count because if it don't matter. You can put the motor together right. If you don't have the right clearances and the right machine work, that motor ain't going to last. No, no, it's yeah. not. I, I don't care what what you do right. If it ain't right from the beginning, it ain't going to last. So. Yep, it's kind of like in the dirt track. Uh, Buddy Mullins builds, builds my – used to build my. Now I got to run that dang crate to be competitive in the IMC deal. But Buddy Mullins builds you a motor. I ran a motor. Most people run about 30 races and, have, and a motor is done. I ran his motors two years. Yeah. Now, granted, when we took that thing apart after two years, <laughs> pulled the heads off of it, then business kind of slid out of there pretty easy. Well, but, Buddy uh, Mullins back in the day, he won all them races, didn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, they, they hated him. Yeah, because that's all he did was win. I mean, when he'd show up, they think, oh, Lord, just give him the prize. <laughs> I, I used to, when I was a kid, Phil, I used to sell ice cold Cokes. At really? Anyone speedway. Yes, sir. Really? I used to walk, I make $20. $20. $20. <laughs> and I was a kid, you yeah. know? Yeah. I get well, we it. talked about that the other day. My uh, 68 Camaro, my white one, we, uh, time is your worst enemy, but we were thinking back. We put a five, that 565 motor in there. It's, it has to be five years. And I mean, we've thrashed that thing and we've sprayed nitrous to it. And we're just thinking the other day, that motor owes us nothing. I mean, the only thing that we've ever done is change valve springs in it. We had a broken valve spring at one time. We changed it. And, uh, I mean, that's just, you know, you're at the, always at the mercy of the parts, you know. But uh, when you got somebody like Bob and Daryl putting those motors together like that and they last, I mean, you, you can't be upset. No. No, and the, and the thing about it is, you, you know, hey, we think years, I mean, you think, oh, that was just last year. But if you actually look back at when last year was, it's six and seven years ago. Yeah. yeah. You Have you ever thought me. about that? Oh, trust me. <laughs> we track a little bit of time, don't you? And, and, and if you don't write it down, you get to do in your research, you think, oh, that was just the other last year. Well, yeah, but then you get to figure and you think, oh, my gosh, that thing's been in there six and seven years batteries where we, did they go we did that the, bob asked me the other day he said when did we change the batteries in the car i said i was last year yeah we looked at it 2019 and we like, got we got we got you know the little dates on the batteries and we think wow because the years go by so fast yeah that you think it was just the other day yeah yeah it's, it's crazy 
It is. So anyway, a guy we missed the chat line here. Morning, Delbert Art. Morning, James Furman. And uh, where's the phone calls at? You guys run everybody off and don't have no phone calls or something. I don't know. It's an intimidation. <laughs> hey, 316-462-3673. Anything you want to talk about within the drag racing world? I bet these guys can answer if you got your questions. So and you get a, hey, we haven't told them what the price package is yet, Josh. Yeah, so no. maybe that's why we have no calls because we didn't let Josh tell them what's in the price package. So each and every caller gets a price package by over 130 bucks. And Josh. What's in that package? So we're going to mail it out to you, but it's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and, fil uh, oil and filter products here at Mill Hamilton Ford. While we're performing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components on that vehicle. You'll also receive yourself uh, $10 to Mel's Diner, so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us. You'll get complete nitrogen for your tires, so you get all the great benefits that nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products package, which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil, and then CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. Can right. I leave and go call in? No. <laughs> well, I want it. Well, you can call in all you want. <laughs> so... Well, it sounded good anyway. But it anyway, it's, if uh, if everybody's watching, like I said, today is a good day um, at the racetrack. They did scrape it. They're, they're, uh, they so got Wayne Roberts. They got Wayne Roberts out there getting it done. And uh, Oh, and Tim and his and, wife. And Tim and his wife. And we got some good people that are uh, going to make things happen today. And uh, I told them, I said, I, I cannot go down at the racetrack that's not prepped because it's not my day to crash my car. So... I'm telling you, without a prep track, my Chevy 2 would be gone. I can swear that. So uh, we got to have good traction. Yeah, so, but the, don't the guys in the uh, – what class is that called again? I'm drawing a blank. The, the big boys. Pro Mods. Pro Mods. Don't they have to run on a non-prep track? No. No, they have to run no. on a prep track. Pro Mods run on prep track. Yeah. The, okay, what's, what's the guys on the show? The, uh, okay. Like Monza, the, those guys. Okay, you're talking about Outlaws, street, street Outlaws. outlaws. Street Outlaws. Okay. That's their game. They go on a no-prep track. Okay, and that's the show. That's what it's all about because everybody likes to watch, you know, cars crash. And 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 they have money running out their ears. So my motto is this, I don't, so I cannot afford to crash my car. And uh, in, in the street outlaws, it's not if you're going to crash, it's when you're going to crash. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you're on a fine thread there that anything could go loose and you're running so fast. It's really crazy how fast they go on a no prep track. And people like that because it, it just puts the, the risk so far out there that anything can happen. Yep. And uh, you see that happen all the time. Like this one guy had an orange car the other day and he, he first time out, he just crashed it. Well, in seven days, they turned around and rebuilt the whole car. Mm -hmm. I mean, they fixed it. I, that's Bobby Ducote. Uh, yeah, I, I just couldn't do that. But uh, in our world, uh, I like to have a nice prep track so we can get her down the track and no problem. So everybody realized what that is. With, so everybody listening can understand what a prep track is. Basically, they put glue down on the track. Yeah, they sticky. Make it real sticky. Sticky, and they, they work it in. And, and when you walk on that track, I'm telling you, you got to make sure. Keep if moving. you have sandals on, you could fall because their sandal will stick to the track and you'll, your, your foot will come out of them. Okay. And they, they prep the whole eighth mile, right? Yeah. They'll spray the whole eighth mile 
and uh, drag it, and they got these uh, rubber tires on the back, and they, they get it nice and sticky. So, I mean, we're going to see some fast cars today. We got funny cars out there. We got pro mods out there. Like I said, they got $10,000 to win first place just for the pro mods. Plus, the weather's going to be nice. Uh, yeah, it's this is the too best hot. time of the year really to race because it's not hot for us to set in the cars like it is when it's 110 now. The track temperature is going to be good. It's not going to, you know kill you to sit in the stands and watch it because it's going to there'll be a nice little breeze and everything so it'll be a good time we realize that there is a lot going on but you know if you're if you're not doing anything or if you go out to the air show or whatever and then slide out there definitely come in and check us out and say hi and uh and said there's going to be a lot of fast cars the bracket or not bracket the uh, index cars uh the 750 and the 580 is going to be the slowest thing out there and that's not slow so 20 bucks to get in kids 12 and under free yes sir uh-huh and the best time to really get there is probably about four o'clock is what you're trying to say. I would say, yeah. And then that means the heat's going to be off the track. I mean, it'll start cooling off from there. Okay. Kansas International. Be a beautiful evening. Should be a beautiful evening out there. Okay. 316-462-3673. Love to hear from you. If you got any questions for Bob or the crew here with their crew shirts on. I sure do like the shirts. When you, you want have one, one, no, let me I, get you one. No. Okay. You won't wear it. You know, I why I, you, you know why I wouldn't wear it? Why? Because it has Chevy and no. on it. Oh, no, because it's got to have this logo on it. Well, I understand. But okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like people give me a hat and stuff like that, you, <laughs> you know? know? Sorry, you gotta, you I just can't be, do it. You got to be loyal to You got to be loyal to who? You got you to know where your bread's buttered, right? <laughs> yeah. It'd <laughs> be like, smart. Yeah. It would yeah. be kind of smart, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. On so another... We have a good time. If you do come out today, come out and talk to us. Uh, we're in our game. We're having a good time. We're, we're out there in our environment. Well, that's a whole different world out there, and Feel free to come up and say hi. Where are you, you guys know? pitting? Do you have a st st standard place where you pit? Yeah, it? we're on the main return load uh, right behind the bleachers, and we're right on the end of the bleachers. If you walk just north of the bleachers on the main return load, we're, we're right at an eighth we're mile. We're right there at the eighth mile. That's what I like about drag racing is it's kind of, you know, like in dirt track, you got to buy a pit pass to get in the pits. Drag racing, you can just go and yeah. mingle through everybody and see all the stuff. And that's true. Once you're in the, the races, races, you walk through all the cars and walk Check them out, say hi to the drivers and – Get to know everybody. And everybody and stuff. Okay, so let's go through like in dirt track. We go out and we run a race, and then we come back in and we got tires to look at, fuel to look at, charge the battery, look and different things we do to the car and stuff. So you guys go out and run around. What's your kind of your maintenance or your service that you do between rounds? What do you actually have to do to these we cars? We cool them back down. We we cool them back down, charge the batteries up. We have put the chargers on them, so we got to make sure we got a full charge because our cars don't have an alternator on them. Right, mine doesn't either. Okay, and so we got to put a generator or a battery charger on them and charge them up, and then then we check the tires. We got to make sure everything's on our game just to make sure nothing happened in in between that next round. Check the wheelie bar height, everything. So no leaks. Just just kind of look it all over and ready for the next round. So there's no. How often do you change your rear tires? Oh, we can run. It depends how much racing we do, but we can run a good what two years, two three yeah. years on them. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't yep. think that. Yep. I thought they were more, you wore them out faster than that. No, no, we do a burnout. When I do a burnout, I don't have to do the burnout. I do. I do that for the fans. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I I put a John Force burnout out there and come, you know, like big stands up, puts on a good show. I do not have to do that. I could do a burnout and pull up to the line, but I do that because I'm a biggest show off or out there. <laughs> show off her. Show off her. And then I'm the next and, show off E. And, and that has cost me tons of money through the years, Phil. I'm sure it has. <laughs> well, keep doing that big burnout. Uh, yeah. I do yeah. it. And it is, it is a good it. show and it, it looks good and smoke rolling and, 
And uh, I love it because if I was a fan, I would love to see that. So I, I try to put myself out in your shoes being a, in the bleachers. Okay, we had uh, BG-sponsored uh, Bob Tasca, and we had a little show down at BG here about a month or so when he raced in Topeka. And he was there, and he talked to everybody about the burnouts and stuff. And they have the throttle shop on their cars at about an eighth throttle when they do their burnout. So now when you're doing your burnout, are you wide open? I don't have no throttle stop. You're wide open. <laughs> give her hell. Huh? I got her done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually probably, a lot of people can, and it will, does happen. People hurt the car in the burnout. Oh yeah. Oh man. They come out of their eight grand, just letting her fly. And then it, <laughs> I mean, it, it launches and boy, you think, Ooh, <laughs> what, yeah. what, that oh, what happened there? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I've done it many years, and and I've seen people do their burnouts and hurt their motors, hurt their cars. Yeah. Okay. So now, changing the oil in your cars, how often you do that? Not too bad. I mean, we we probably race by half a year and maybe change them. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't change it. I buy. Hey, Phil, well, what you're into? You're in a dirt track. You're racing through dirt. You know what I'm saying? Their motors are sucking in. All that dirt. Still, you got an air filter, but it still sucks in dirt. You run an air filter? Uh, no. Yeah, you don't, do you? And uh, we're out there, and hopefully there's half no a year you change oil. Uh huh. All that the oil fuel. really, the oil really don't break down, Phil. It's it's the it's the dirt in the oil that you want to try to get out. Okay, so let's go. Like Josh just brought up, don't you? Aren't you kind of washing the cylinders down with? What are you running? You running gas or alcohol? Gas. We're not in alcohol. We're in gas. You're not gas. One sixteen. 116. Mm-hmm. So now, if you run alcohol, that if you run alcohol, then you have to change your oil a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our, our biggest expenses are our gas and our nitrous. That's what we purchase every time we go to race. Um, tires will last like a couple of years, like Bob said. Um, but the nitrous, you know, blowing through it, you know, come fill bottles back okay, up. Okay, so let's and, take that bottle of nitrous I seen something. That's is that a 30 pound bottle? Yeah. No, that's a 20 pound bottle. 20, well, that's fifth. Which ones are those? Okay, let's take a so a thirty pound bottle. Those are the ten, 10 pound. pound those bottles. are the ten pound bottles. Okay, those are ten pound. Okay, so ten pound bottles. So how many runs will you get out of a ten pound bottle of nitrous? On eighth mile, you can run them two two times, but we want to make sure that we got a full bottle. We so you charge it done. each time. You have a full bottle each time going right. down the track. So what do you uh, yeah. as far as when do you apply the nitrous? That really depends on how you have the car set up. Like Bob, he he'll spray about. Right off the line. Once he leaves, he as starts. As soon as I let spray. off the tranny brake, everything activates. Uh, See, nitrous is on. On mine, I've got a button. I've got two. I can activate mine with a button, or if I want to do it a different way on a on a. You got uh, a grid. A grid where I can bring that in. You can bring it. In I in usually bring mine in at the end because I, I don't have to go as fast right away in the 580. But if I see that I'm getting beat i can squeeze the button and put it on them. <laughs> um, now the cor the corvette will be different yeah the corvette's a little bit different it's just it's no different than a turbo car that has a scramble button you know you got that extra five ten pounds of pressure where you can hit that button yeah and scramble it and you're not worried about breaking out then when you hit that extra button a little squeeze i don't losing though you- well it, it the thing is with when you're doing heads up racing like this and you're running 580 class um you're going to know the temperature of the air track temperature things like that you're going to know where you're at for instance a couple weeks ago we were down in arc city running the car was running a 586 well i couldn't leave that much on the table because these other guys were 581 50s 580s with a point two point three. so if i'm out there and i know i'm watching the racers i'm seeing what they're doing and so if i come up to race them i know kind of where they're at i know how well my car runs i know if the air temperature is off a little bit i can just get out there at the end and i can psh, 
pop it just for a minute and I can get closer to that 580. So it's kind of really knowing your car very well on how it's going to react to the weather. Where it's going to fall. Yeah. yeah. And the, the bracket racers are really good at that because they measure water molecules in the air and track temperature and all that stuff. So we, we take a little bit of their philosophy and add it to ours. But, you know, we, we pretty much we, – we don't use a lot of fancy stuff. We're pretty much – when we're in our cars, we're 100% out. And then if we got to let off, we let off. We don't back it out with grids and stuff we like, like that. We like old school stuff. We like to hit – Okay, so let's, let's go another step here too when you talk about air temperature and all that kind of stuff. Do you guys monitor that? We don't. But the bracket racers do. To be you don't. Consistent. No, we don't. We're not that. We just go by our time slip. We can tell by our time slip whether our cars what are what they're sixty footing. Okay, so how many practice rounds do you get before you actually start racing? Two. Usually two. Sometimes squeeze in three. Like your Corvette today, Steve. We're probably going to try to get as many as we can to make sure it's on the scale. Mm-hmm. Now another thing on the light today. Uh, all the five eighty seven fifty is going to be a instant green. Yep. Okay. It means you get up there, pull two bulbs on, and look for the green light. And when it comes on, boom, you're gone. On the uh, 490 class, I'm going to go ahead and go with our, our um, 410. 410. Uh, so we're going to go with that one So and have a good time there. So. The rules, our rules are a little bit different from anybody else's. We don't allow any kind of uh, electronics except for you can have your trans brake, your line lock. Okay, let's go back so the listeners know what that means. Of course, we know what it means, but what's a trans brake? Tell everybody what a trans brake does. Well, a trans brake, simplest term, is when you when you go up to the line and you see the cars, they go in the bulb, and then they stop really hard, and they're set. What we're doing inside the car is we have a button that we push down. That button basically locks the transmission between uh, reverse and first gear, puts it kind of in a neutral state. Like a plunger. So you – at that point in time, you also have what's called a rev limiter. So the rev limiter only allows the, the RPMs to go up so high. So what happens is when I see the second bulb come on from the other guy, I'm putting my, for, my foot to the floor. The RPMs are coming up to 5,000. I'm waiting for the light to go. As soon as I see that light go, I'm pulling my hand off of that button. As soon as you pull the hand off of that button, I mean, it's millions it's of a second it releases that transmission to the forward gear and that's what's called the launch and that's when you're taking off so it's different than back in my day we had stall converters <clears throat> to bring the rpm up right so now you're just putting them in neutral basically with well we got a stall converter on the tranny to let the rpms come up but what this does is lock the car in one place so when you let off the tranny brake you're not letting off your foot off the brake you know back in our day we didn't have tranny yep. brakes we had to have the foot on the brake to hold the car and then push the gas down. Remember, Phil? Yep. And then, then you kind of let off the gas and hit the brake, uh, or let off the, or hit the gas and let off the brake at the same time. This way, you hit the tranny brake and put it to the floor, and you let you ain't got your foot on the brake. The tranny's holding the car in place. Okay. So now, then, that's one thing. Now you brought the other thing up, which is a line lock. So let's tell everybody what a line lock does, because that's a totally different deal too. A line lock is when you're in the water box and you want to stay in the water box, so you. You pump the brakes, you hit the button, and what that does is hold fluid to the front brake uh, cylinders, wheel cylinders, and it locks the front brakes, and it releases the back brakes. And so then you do a burnout, and then when you're ready to come out of the water box, you just let off the button, and it releases the fluid, and then you come rolling on out. Our new Mustangs have that built in from the factory. Yeah. The line lock. Yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've got one on my 2020 uh, Camaro. But I tell you what, to get to it, it's not just pushing a button. You got to do this and scroll down, and it's just a pain in the ass. 
Oh, I agree. It's yeah. just, I mean, with the Chevys anyway, because I've got to go over to a uh, uh, settings menu, then I got to come down. And the thing about Chevy's line lock system is it automatically locks you in for 15 seconds. So now you can't, oh, you can't, yeah, so when you're sitting there burning the tire, you only need like two or three seconds, but it's going to hold it for like 15 seconds. Oh, really? See, ours, yeah. you can hit it there and hold it and then release it. Yeah. Release like it and let it go. Yeah. Which is probably, in my opinion, a lot better setup because you, you have more control over it. And just like my, my launch in a stock car, uh, my launch will only let me go up on the, uh, the RPMs like 2400. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah so, um, and then the car starts wanting to move around a little bit. So, well, the new cars today, the technology is just incredible. Yeah, it, it is. It is. is. It, it, <clears throat> there's no way you know everything that that car's got. It's oh, crazy. like Josh and I've talked about in the show, if you took and put a computer screen up and put all the sensors and things that cars are controlling today, it'd blow you away. What's, what's going on and what's yeah. happening in the back screen, as you would say, of those computers controlling what they're doing, what they're adjusting, monitoring. It's crazy what's going on. These even just today. sitting there idling, that ain't even driving down the road or in yeah. any type of weather or, you know. Yeah, all the functionality going through there with the technology telling it to do this and, yeah, ECMs. I mean, the, the downside is that is one little fuse blows and the whole system <laughs> says, I'm done. Yeah, well. That's crazy, too. Yeah, it's well, crazy. or one module size, it wants to go down and it takes three or four down with it. And, yeah. Bill, I don't know how you guys even work on that stuff. Oh, I'm telling you, it's a different ball game. It's, that is, it's like I said, if back in my day, if you walk into a shop and a technician had a shop manual out, you didn't, he didn't know what the hell he's doing. Today, if you walk into a shop and he doesn't have his laptop out, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, it's just total different world it of is. games and stuff. I, I, the new technology today, it just there's no way because if you think you finally get it, understanding. Tomorrow it changes. That's what Josh said too. Josh so, said, if you're a technician, you're not on your game in six months, you're out of the game. That's what I'm saying. You finally get it under control and you think, okay, I think I got a whip. And then six Here comes months something. starts all over. It does. It, I, I just... This world is crazy. It is a crazy world right now. Hey, Josh, we got a question here from Rick Kerr. I just bought a 2020 Ford Edge, and the outside temperature display is not working. What needs to be done to fix this? So what I would wonder, a couple of questions. One, is it displaying, but it's displaying dashes or displaying incorrectly, or it's just not up uh, up on the menu at all uh, from that side? And so and 2020 Edge. Um, Rick, if you're listening still or whatever, sorry, I missed your comment there we can uh holler at you after the show real quick and get some questions for you too rick but uh so if it's not if it's just displaying dashes there's probably an indication that there's something going on with the the temperature sensor uh on the vehicle itself um you know if it's not if it's just not a functionality or not displaying uh on the display then there may be something going on as far as some type of programming uh issue or corrupt data as we'll like what data. We were just <laughs> yeah just yeah. talking about uh you know from that side of it too so a couple of different things could be going on with it rick we'll give you a call up to the show in case you miss, uh, if you don't listen still or whatever we can call you and get you fixed up too uh it's displaying but not now it was displaying but not now so but it was up not yeah, it's not, yeah, it's on an edge. Yeah, uh, 2020 edge. So that uh, there's got to be something going on with the uh, with one of the modules because that's not a selectable. Yeah, it's, uh, it's easy. selectable it's, parameter. You can't take it yeah, off the screen, you which you can't take it on and off. So yeah, Rick, we're probably gonna have to get the thing over here and check a look at it and see what we got going on. We'll give you a shout out for the show, though, Rick. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, Kansas International Dragway today going to be fun, and exciting. Also tomorrow, uh, best time for spectators get out there today at four o'clock. 
or five o'clock, maybe at the latest. And uh, you think you'd be done by 10 o'clock. That's pretty cool. I think so. Uh, I think they're going to run a good show today. Uh, a lot of spectators come and they'll get to enjoy. The- I guess. Hit those sponsors because you know it, it takes all these races going and stuff like that. Let's give them a little more. Uh, they got point. funny cars out there going to run, uh, what, Steve? 11, 1, 4. I mean, it's they got, they're going to run like four or five times. I think it? they'll probably run closer to noon. 11 o'clock is going to be box, no box to begin with. What they'll do is they'll get those. And box, no box means uh, in our language is if you have a, uh, a computer or you have any kind of electronics, mm-hmm. they'll let you run in the, the box feature if no box which is what we have you could run in that feature too so that basically just the difference between technology classes and old school classes which who can set their box better than the other guy in the you know and i don't want to take anything away from those guys either uh but to me what you guys are doing is is drag racing Um, you're sitting there using electronics to control your car do your stuff to me it's not the driver doing the car i like the driver yeah 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 Today, yeah, today, I, I like old school. I like to go out and have a good time, and, and I see a light, I let off that training brake. I don't have a delay box that counts it down yeah. for you or nothing like that. I, I like my reaction time. I get it. Oh, you know, one guy that uh, that we didn't mention that's on the stall racing team that's always been a big part of, of what we do is uh, Pat Sullivan. Uh, Pat Sullivan does all of our oh wiring gosh, for us. Yes. Uh, you know, when it comes to electrical and technology, uh, all we do is tell Pat, okay, the car's not doing this, and he'll come out with his computer, like you said, and he'll hook it up, and and he'll look at it. And uh, what really is fascinating with him is, like, the cars that have the grids on them and things right now, he can throw the computer on it, and he can do a mock run on it, which actually shows you what the car, you know, should do from the parameters that are set. So we uh, definitely rely heavily upon yeah, that, That's on the grid. See, I don't have a grid. Steve's got some grids on his car that uh, I'm – I don't mess with a computer. I just don't. So uh, mine's old school MSD box, whole nine yards, and if it don't work. We change the box and change that. But the new grids, the the, elect, the ignition part of it, and keeps it firing where it's timing to. and all that stuff. Yeah, what it's doing. It's basically newer, newer they, technology MSD box. It's 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 computerized in a sense, but you're really controlling it. You're telling it what parameters you want. I mean, it is a little bit of. Uh, I don't say cheating. It is a little bit of advantage. Say if you're, let's say that I run a, 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 in a 580 class, let's say I'm running a 575 or whatever, I can go back and I can knock out little increments of timing in there. So I get closer to that 580, which is it fair? It is because it's an, it's part of the ignition system. It's not part of making you a better driver it's tuning your car so you still got to release the training brake yeah you still you still got to be on your game the number one thing is when you leave you better leave on time because yeah. if you don't it doesn't matter how good a racer you are doesn't matter how fast your car is yeah. you're you're going to get beat it's all it all starts there like bob told me a long time ago it's your race to lose when you get up there you if you get beat off the line you chose to get beat because yeah, you weren't ready. Yeah, you you were you were not in there. So yep, exactly. Okay, let's get some sponsors. Yeah, we'll run yeah. through this real quick. Uh, this is the 750. <clears throat> excuse me, the 580 index 5.80. Uh, Mel Hamblin Ford again. Uh, Phil Nightingale and Lisa. Uh, thank you guys very much for everything you guys do. 
Definitely appreciate it. Wichita Dino, Chris Lovett down there. Any needs that you have, Dino, regular tunes. Matter of fact, he's going to be working on my Camaro. We're going to do probably some heads and some upgrades. It's just not fast enough. Uh, Stall Racing, Bobby Stall there in Newton. Who's that cat? Uh, I tell you hey, what. Daddy. Hey, if you break, it don't matter if you break down within a mile or an hour, hour and a half radius. Bob's got a trailer. He'll come and get you. He'll pick it up. He'll bring it back to the shop. And probably the number one thing about it is uh, – knowing what he's doing and then the response time. That's what people like is they give him well, a call. A lot, of, a lot of garages, you know, they're so busy. And uh, and I'm old school, Sky. If you call me, I, I just kind of picture yourself in that position. I'd be stranded, no one to help me. So usually I stop what I'm doing. I go get in my trailer and go get them off the road. And, and uh, a lot of people say, well, I can't get to you for two weeks because we're so busy, you know. So I try to. Well, there's been plenty of times we've been out there just messing around and uh, get a call and, you know, he's right there off the highway, uh, 35, uh, I-35 or 135. And, you know, you got people coming through. I remember the one time a guy was hauling a horse trailer and he was coming from somewhere up north going down south and he lost a tire and tear, tore up a bunch of stuff. And Bob went and got him and brought him in and had him out the next day. And the guy's like, there's no way I can repay there's you. There's no way else. No one else. Would I mean, it was it was on a, a Sunday. Bob went up there, got the parts, had them changed down. The guy was back on the road. It, it'd probably been there a week or two or had yeah. to find a, another way. Drive shaft, same thing. Yeah, horse trailer. I mean, big deal. So uh, clear direction, Mario Williams. Um, again, thanks, Mario. Appreciate everything. Uh, Warren's Automotive, Warren Blanc there in uh, Kichai, uh, Acme Dock, Pro Con Construction, Tony Loomis, and again, Holzman and the Holzman family. To tell you about Tony on ProCon, he's our um, crew chief. Crew chief, and uh, when we go to our cars, Tony makes sure everybody's got everything done and checked. And all I got to do is just look at Tony and say, "Tony, we're ready." He goes, I got you covered. So we all got to focus on driving. There you, you go. Know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. and and Braxton stall. Yeah, Braxton puts Braxton's me in. My boy, he uh, he comes out and he just he don't drive them, but he loves being around them. He always puts me in my car, makes me feel safe, makes sure I'm buckled in. Okay, we got Newton Valley Center, Rick Bernard. Then we got Auto Smart, Smart Choice, Powertrain, um, a Scott Baruth in Wichita, Automatic, Morgan, AS Metals, Recycling, Aerospace, Support, Big Rim Racing, and that is Goose and Lou, uh, Lizzie. Okay, and uh, CJ Automotive Tire, Dave Norman. And then remember this, kiss my axe. A-X-E. <laughs> All right. All right. Vanessa Fletcher. You kind of have a hard time getting that out. I got to clear it because you know. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I know. Phil, you know people. <laughs> Bobby just told him to kiss. You know what I'm saying. Bro. Yeah. And then we got Daryl Palmer. So uh, Daryl has been around for a long time and he does our machine work. And you can't thank him enough because uh, me and Steve wouldn't even have a race car without Daryl. Very true. It takes a lot of people to make these little races go. So thanks to all those uh, businesses Sponsors, and people yes. and everything that uh, make this happen. And uh, trust me, it takes a lot of people to put on races and make them get going and keep the year going and all that stuff, too. So today, Kansas International Dragway is a place to be. Four o'clock, about the best time to get out there to watch some great racing. And uh, so there's really kind of about, what, about five classes run tonight? Done today? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, five or six. Five or six classes to run. Yeah. And uh, the fastest cars are going to be the funny cars. How fast will they go? I don't know. I couldn't say that. There's going to be pro mods. Are going oh, to be pro mods. Too. I forgot about the pro mods. So. I can't say the funny cards. Well, Brandon down in Arc City, he 388. He set yeah, the new track record down in Arc City. 
So Brandon 388 Sullivan. and an eighth mile. So what, how fast is he running? What do you run down there? 200 and something? Uh, it's got to be close to 200. I don't know if it's over 200. It's pretty dang close. I didn't ask him, but I, I can't remember. Yeah, that's that's fast. And that G force that got to be pretty cool too. I couldn't imagine it. I mean, mine's fast, let alone that. And you know, once you get used to it, ain't no big deal. It's just trying to get stopped if you get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> your brain catching back up with your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't imagine John Force and all them guys doing that. Well, you, you guys have something out here today around four o'clock, don't you? We got a car show coming up, and Josh, you know the name of yeah, that car show. I, I'm trying to draw. Listen, a I thought that was a flyer right there for it. <laughs> got too many things going on and stuff for that today. too. But yes, we have a car show here today, four to eight. And uh, so, if you're looking for after you get done at the drag strip, you want to come check out some hot rods or whatever. But uh, it's raising money for the little girl that got electrocuted, and uh, uh, so yeah, that's what it's for and everything else too. So four to eight here at the, here at the dealership. So come out and check out some of the hot rods and everything you might have on display here too. So gentlemen, hey, thanks for hanging out with us this hour. Always fun to have you guys here and hear what's going on in the drag world and everything else. We Bobby. haven't done a lot of racing this summer, uh, Phil. We have went out one time and <laughs> it hasn't rained all summer. We go yep. out to race, and guess what happened? Rain. <laughs> rain out. I mean, and uh, we got some crops out in the field, and I was talking to Daryl Bag. Well, Bob, if you wanted some rain, all you had to do is go racing. Say, it turns yeah. out you should have went racing. More. Yeah, I should have yeah. went yeah. racing. It rained. So. And that's right. That's where I should be right now is in Salina. I should have raced last night and tonight. We got rained out in Salina, yeah. so it's so, over for it. It's fun, guys. Um, we'll be going down to Tulsa in a couple weeks down there to the showdown in T-Town. We're going to see how that works out. Hopefully, they have a class for us, Steve. That'd be they got the 6-0. Six We'll see. That's 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 a big event. Yeah, no. So that's okay. Big boys there too. Sounds great. Anyway, gentlemen, thanks for hanging out with this hour. And as always, thanks for thank you the partnership and everything you guys do. And uh, let's uh, know how we can keep supporting you and help keep drag racing a big thing here in Wichita. Phil, thank you guys for everything you guys do. You're very welcome, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, not many calls today, but that's okay. We'll get you on the next time. We'll get Rick Curry a call and get his temperatures play fixed and everything else too. So guys, good luck tonight and have fun, be safe and see yeah. how fast you can go. That's the main thing. Uh, when you win a race is when you come home one piece. That's exactly <laughs> correct. <Trust laughs> Don't matter. If you too. won and crashed your vehicle, you didn't win. Trust you didn't win. You didn't win. That's you come exactly home right. in one piece, you won the race. Exactly right. All right, gentlemen, good luck. Have fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next Saturday here at live at Underhood Show. Thanks very much. All right.